we continue on our story. As last session, Where were we? you oh, accomplished okay. a great many things with the help and aid of... What is her name? Denali, the yes. vampire, who was quite fond of sticking things with knives, mainly people. I liked her. <laughs> and... I don't like young people. I'm not scared. They you, give them hope for tomorrow. You met a few other people as well. Keith, who was an uh, interesting character. Lots of fun. Keith Limpet. Dwarf. Hand axes. Kills lots of things. Yep. You also met the man who you would be attempting to fight, whose name was... I don't know if I have his name. All we heard was Strongbird. Strongbird is the guy who you're after, who's yeah. like causing a bunch of trouble. The other guy that you already fought, who had like the scar face. Let me see if I can find him. Fell. His name is Fell Hellforce. Phil. Right. He's the guy who got incinerated. Yeah. That's a bummer. And also Harris was... Uh, very much hurt, so he would not be joining you on this mission. Alright. Chapter 1, The Wanderer's Map. Strongbird, as it happens to be, is a mountain elf. This species is a rough and tumble cliff-living type with huge muscular bodies and strong likings for ale. Most stay in small groups, content with feeding their families, tending mountain farms, and herding sheep. However, Strongbird was not content with such a simplistic lifestyle and set his way to the mountains, the mountainous monsterlands, exerting his sheer strength and willpower to influence the creatures of this area, taming it to become a ruler of that region. He later pioneered to a large unmapped area known as Chaos Meuskel, and came back a tyrannical overlord. Some say he was cursed, others that he learned the secret to true power. But all that could be known for certain is that he came back a changed elf. Strongbird then sent threats to the western cities of Central Starfear, demanding surrender in an effort to create his new empire. Most ignored his messages as a petty attempt to scare them. Underhill, however, was his small hometown, and knew he was not a person to be trifled with, acknowledging his proof of power from the trophies and tales he spun before he had ventured to camp. Some of the citizens organized a rebellion to wipe out Strongbird's armies and recent propaganda. Russell is currently leading that rebellion, but it is still very unorganized and requires able bodies and competent supporters. We have a few members around the nation and have been working towards a tool to aid in this effort, which brings us to our current mission. One of our informants has given us news that a nearby mining group has uncovered an ancient resting place of a magical artifact known as the Wanderer's Map. It is supposedly a lead to Strongbird's position, and we hope to reach it before he does. The cloaked man concludes his briefing as you two ride through the countryside, on the back of a wagon across from him. The weather is pretty gusty today and parts the golden fields of grain through the sprawling farmland. One of the citizens of Underhill rides on the rides on the horse pulling the wagon, swaying slightly as the wagon rumbles on. That is a brief summary of our present goal. Do you have any questions? No. I got nothing. At all? Nope. How exactly? We're here to we're here to get a Magical artifact and hope that will defeat an evil enemy. Seems pretty straightforward. Agreed. I'm glad you have the same outlook as I do. The cloaked man glances behind him towards the driver. It seems we have nearly arrived. Your cart turns left down a lightly forested path along a dried up creek filled with very small rocks. <laughs> Some small wooden establishments appear occasionally on the road and after a bit you arrive in a small town. 
perhaps 10 to 15 buildings total, including a pub, a hotel, and a series of minecart rails, leading down to a small quarrying cavern. The cart gradually slows to a stop, and the driver turns towards you and shifts his toothpick in his mouth. Well, here you are. Be back tonight. Bye. I guess we'll get off. I will gently and slowly get down, because my needs aren't what they used to be. <laughs> I'm going to jump off. The cloak guy also gets out of the wagon, kind of swinging his body over the side. He heads toward the quarry area, where the workers rest in the shade of whatever they can find, lazily eyeing their party as it goes by. You hear echoing from the cavern as two individuals emerge. An annoyed-looking elf woman in loose robes, with a commonly clad man with a notebook and glasses, who peppers the elf with questions. And can you describe exactly what you saw inside the ruins? asks the man. I keep telling you, we haven't opened it yet. There is an ancient arcane lock on it. Some of my best artificers are down there, and they haven't even figured it out. The man hums and hums along, scribbling notes in his book. Well, if that's all, I'll take this to my editor. Thank you. He tips his hat and strides cheerily away. For your information, I read last week's edition, and that better not be as inaccurate as your previous article, she calls. She makes an exasperated face, then spots you three, and immediately brightens. Drift! My goodness, how good to see you. It's been too long. Are you visiting for the weekend? Uh, no. I'm afraid we're here on business terms. Actually, for the artifact you have in those ruins of yours. She looks mildly disappointed. That seems to be what everyone is here for. Do you want Do you want to introduce me to your friends? Yes, of course. Simeon? Eldon? This is Demeter. Demeter? Eldon and Simeon. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Simeon? The soldier? Yeah. She examines you. You were boarded at my parents' house around two years ago when your battalion was stationed here. I, I was? They weren't too impressed with your attitude, I can say for certain. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> she turns back to Drew. Alright, just follow me, old friend. Let's go try to get that artifact for you. Would you like to do anything? Well, we're gonna follow them, right? If that's what you'd like to do, yes. That is what I want to do. I guess I'll just follow old man here. You are led into the cavern, past miners picking away in, their, in other dimly lit corridors. Large oak beams holding the stone ceilings, cracked and fractured from years of use. After a series of rights and left, you come into a small room occupied by two young women and an older man. All three wear scarves around their mouths and sit behind a stack of sandbags. The girl closest to the doorway waves her hand for you to get behind her. What would you like to do? I'll get behind her. She's behind the sandbags, and she wants us to get behind her. Yes. Okay, we'll do that. Drift and Demeter also do the same. The wall detonates in front of you, roaring and flinging shrapnel in every, everywhere, and giving the room a distinct smell of sulfur. The dust clears and Demeter stands, clearing her ear. Any luck, Marty? The man rises as well, unwrapping his scarf to reveal a white beard and several crooked teeth. Not an inch! Three sticks, and not one bloody inch. <laughs> Violet actually used five sticks, says the woman in the middle. Shut up, Rose, says the one that waved. Quiet, both of you, says Marty. Yes, Dad. The wall in question is heavy marble and looks untouched from the explosives. Rough engravings, rough engravings spiral into a handprint shape carved into the center. Okay. I'm so there's a hand? Can she... I examine it closer? Mm-hmm. There's a hand? I'm going to do that. There's a hand there. Like all. Not like a hand that's just shooting out of the wall. It's it's like a 
an indentation. Is that the right word? Indentation? Yes. Of a handprint. Um, it looks, since you're investigating it closely, mm -hmm. it looks um, like it was put there by hand, not... Um, so it's been like chiseled into the stone surface, not yeah, magically. Not, yeah, it's not uniform. Yeah. So it's, it's, it wouldn't fit my hand, well, obviously. You're <laughs> tiny. It looks to be made for a smaller hand size. Oh, I am a smaller person. Like thin. Oh, small, like thinner hand. Yeah. Um. Demeter shrugs. We figured the print was some sort of lock. I've already had my artificers, a wizard, and a passing monk try to open it. What happened to them? Are they okay? Anything yes, happened? they're fine. Nothing at oh. all. The monk uh, got a little excited because there was a loud rumble, but that was just one of our other tunnels collapsing. Oh. No one was hurt, luckily. Marty scratches his beard. Here's what I think. The artificers were saying stuff about it being an old nature cult meeting place. Maybe if we get a dryad or something in here and open the door. He's a druid. I'm a druid. Well, why don't you put your hand in it? Because that seems like a bad idea. It could be a trap, says Drift. See? It also could not be a trap, says Demeter. Nothing happened to the others. All right. Well, first of all, I shall cast resistance on myself, just in case. Do you know what it does? I do not. Yeah. I thought that was the one where you have to touch somebody else. Yeah, you're right. Oh, well. Range touch. The touch creature can roll 1d4 and add his ult to a, it's a saving throw. Boost. Oh, okay. Let me so see what It I would have. only work yeah, if he cast it on you. Wait, one second. Do you have, like, any armor spells that I could... Use uh, just in case. I'll cast my my uh, cleric spell, Shield of Faith, on him. He has plus two to AC now. Okay, that would make my armor class a seventeen. All right, I'll go ahead and put my hand in the handprint area. Okay. The handprint retract into the marble, and green vines grow through the spirals, ending at the edges of the stone doorway, and causing the doorway to slide into the ground. Hey. Whoa. Cool. Marty looks astounded. It actually worked! Good idea, Marty. In front of you is an arched room, filled with all sorts of cre creepers and fungi, some of which glows with a gentle colored light. Tall pillars reach into the cavernous ceiling and drops down streams of water into Roman-type bleached structures leading through the sides of the exiting tunnels. Like aqueducts? Yeah, but smaller. Small aqueducts. In the center, central pillar, a tall woman is etched into the sandstone, her left arm bearing the weight of the cavern, and her right arm extended, compass in hand, toward the doorway where you stand. Marty scratches his nose. Well, ain't that the nicest looking cult base you ever seen? It is quite pleasant. I don't like it. Drift hesitantly steps in. It appears to be unoccupied. Okay. It's not really dark in there. Okay. How long does your spell last, do you know? It's a bonus action, so not very long. I just looked it up. So can you, like, use it? Do you use it, or is it just there for that turn? That's a good question. Ten minutes, not two. Oh, okay. So he's got it for a while. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, for a minute. Or ten, rather. All right. So, what do you want to do? 
I gotta cast detect magic. Um, just in describe what you're looking for. You have to be looking for a specific thing with detect magic. Oh, uh, any, let's see, anything that's out to hurt us or like magical traps. Are you magic. looking for traps? Are you looking for evil magic? I'm looking you have to be more specific than that. More, more for traps than anything. Okay. Okay, so you're you magical cast traps. Detect magical magic traps for magical traps. Um, de- I'm pretty sure detect magic is kind of like Promethean vision, where it like shows you. Yeah. It gives you a general outline. It doesn't really give yeah. you. You cast that, and where you're standing right now, the only magical thing is kind of the door. Interesting. I'll just keep on All going. else seems to be mechanical. I'll keep on going and... Violet also looks excited and she goes in as well. Well, I'll follow them in. What are we looking for specifically, Drift? So you you went in last? Uh, I no, mean, I'm after... Violet? Violet, yeah. Okay. Drift should be behind me or something, right? Drift was in front of you because he oh. walked in first. Then we have Marty and Elden. Yes. There's a shuffle above you. A what? A shuffle above you. And a heavy creature falls on your head and wraps itself around you, suffocating you. Uh-oh. Simeon. You see a dark mantle-like creature fall from the top of the cave and curl on the head of Elden, glowering with glowing red eyes and burying its fang teeth. Rule initiative. All of us are just him. I'm grappled, so... Yeah, so you can't do anything as of now. Feel free to roll it. Oh, you got a 20. Wow. Okay. I got a 16. Plus, I got I took the ready action. Not that it really matters. Oh, that's true. He just go anyway. Oh, okay. I don't know how that works if you get it. So would, would he go... Your ready action was what for? Specifically, Sam. For a trap or something? Danger, Danger. practically. That's, that's, too, a, that's, that's too a very vague outline. It's, uh, it was more meant for anything that's out to... A trap? A trap or an enemy, practically. Okay, since you were looking for traps or otherwise, that's what you were looking for. But you're ready since you were ready for yeah. something to jump out at you. Like a spike or an arrow. Instead, you got this. Yeah, so now you get flying it twice since you have 20. By the way, I got a 16, Jeff. Okay. I get so it did twice because I got a 20. Drift. You have two turns because you're probably at the top of the list. You get a roll against it. Me? Him. Oh. What do you want to do? Oh, let me look at my spells real quick. Please don't shoot my head off. I'll try. Thank you. Elden really appreciates that. I'm gonna... First, cast Divine Favor on myself. I favor... Is that a bonus action? No, it's an action. Okay, then that's what you have to do. I favor... Me. But I have two, le- two actions. Okay, so you can oh, right, do that, yeah. yeah. What does Divine Favor do? It gives me a plus four radiant... Plus 1d4 radiant damage to all attacks. Okay. Okay, that's if you hit. So if I hit. Will you hand me the monster menu, please? Yes. And then I'm going to... Thank you. Attack it, and then I'm going to use my bonus action spiritual weapon against it. That's a lot of stuff going on. Okay. Peel, smack, smack. Okay, smack again. Got it. Lots of smack. Roll an attack for those two. Seventeen. 
17, you hit on that first attack. Yep, I'm... Uh, and that's my war. Is that a 12 or 2d6? That's a, that's a d8. That doesn't seem right. D8. Seven. D4. Seven. Three. Ten. And then, uh, is... I didn't check it, but is divine... You don't have divine smite. That's Not divine thing. smite. Uh, the, uh, spiritual weapon. Is that a automatic hit. You can make a melee spell attack against a creature within five feet of the weapon on your hit. Six. Nine. You don't hit. Okay. Okay. Um, you're kind of grappled right now. What do you want to do? Um, I'll roll a strength to get see if I can get out of that grapple. Alright. Go ahead and hit. I got a 18. Probably have to roll against me. If it's a contest. No, it has a DC. Oh, okay. um, You got 18? Yes. Okay, you break it free. Sweet. And it flaps up in your face. Okay. Hey, I got free it. You're a buff little guy. <laughs> like... I just have a lot of experience. The dental has a plus Like, just the adrenaline too. from a creepy creature wrapping around your head. Dude, imagine... Like, you, some, like you feel like something crawling up in your arm, and then... You're like Superman for five seconds. Yeah. Imagine what it would be like if... <laughs> if something was wrapped around your head. <laughs> be like... <laughs> Even if you're an old guy like you are. Okay. You broke free. Yes. It is now... They can't go. Drift's turn. He's gonna roll to attack. Wow. Drift was not expecting this, and he kind of stumbles back. So, it's not much help from him currently. Violet, actually kind of on top of it, doesn't have a weapon, but she punches this thing. She punches it? Yeah. Takes two damage. Alrighty then. <laughs> now it's going to attack. Attack whom? Um, probably Violet since she's closest. Rude. And she hit, it hits, is it she? I don't know. It hits her. With nine damage. Jeez. And she kind of falls back after getting bitten very hard. It is now your turn. Oh, okay. Hit it, Simeon. Literally. Okay, because you're so. really good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. One of the few things that you can actually do well. First, I'm going to use my guided attack, which gives me a plus ten. Do you have a spell slot attack. for that? No, it doesn't. It's it's one of my divine domain. Oh, nice. Cool. And then... Does that have use... a limit on it? It's one use, then a long rest. Okay, got it. A long rest. Um, and then I'm going to use my war priest action, which gives me a bonus action attack. Okay. Do you not know how to just hit the thing? Just, just, okay. I'm going to destroy roll, it. Roll, in, roll the attacks. 27. 27. You hit. Good lord. <laughs> and 7. You don't hit on that next one. Okay, which is... I think that adds a... Roll your attack. Which is uh, 20, 27. Eight. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, eight. Okay, you deal a very hard blow to this creature, and it flies not a little bit out of your reach now. Um, Elden. 
Yes. Go right ahead with your action. Okay. Uh, it's flying, right? Yes. Okay, well, I, first of all, I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on it, which is a bonus action. Okay, and that, like, steers it, right? No. And then you know where it's it gives, at. It gives me extra damage when I hit it, if I hit it. Yeah. Um, and it lasts until the creature is killed or I move it to a different... It place. also get, does damage. 1d8 damage. Whenever you hit it with a weapon attack. Okay. Okay. And I have advantage on wisdom or perception and survival against it right now. Okay, so you don't, like, know where it's at all the time. It's just... No, but I can figure out where it's at with advantage. Okay. Or cool. I can roll a survival check against it. Mm-hmm. With advantage. Okay, so it gives me extra damage as well. Yep. I'm gonna. What weapons do I have? I think I. Had... Didn't I buy a bow? I thought you already had one, but. Do you have a bow? Should have purchased a bow if you don't have one. Yeah, I bought a long bow. It's technically a short bow, but it's a long bow for me. <laughs> Alright. The guys can do out of yeah, your money. <laughs> I'm gonna roll an attack bow. I got 15. Fifteen? You hit. Yes. Okay. 28, 1d6. Right? Yes. Uh, six. Six damage. Six damage. Why is a one here? You hit it with a arrow, and it screeches quite loudly. It gets the arrow stuck right underneath its wing, or whatever you call it. Um... Flapper. <laughs> Fly flapper thingy. Flappy bird. <laughs> flappy bit. Right underneath a flappy bit. <laughs> and it flies off. In which direction? The tunnel in front of you. Okay. The door lifts suddenly, slamming into the stone above and cutting off your exit, separating you, Eldon and Simeon, along with Violet and Drift, from Marty, Demeter, and Rose. Okay. So we have in our group we have me, him... Drift and violent. Drift and violent, okay. Yep. Okay, that didn't cut off any air. Or, not air, or light. No, because they're the fungi is... Is bioluminescent? Well, yep. Cool. The door seems to have cut off all noise from the other room, where you can only imagine the others are trying to open the gateway. Drift slams up against the door, trying to force it open. I don't think that's going to do anything. It doesn't budge. <laughs> so he steps aside. Eldon Garrick. Perhaps it will open for you. I don't think so. If it's closed, it probably... I don't know. For a reason, probably. I guess I'll go... What's on the back of the door? Nothing. It's just the marble. I'm gonna roll a perception check. Just to give it a once-over. Okay. I got a... 20. Unnatural. Oh, okay. So... It's, it's very smooth marble. Uh -huh. There's no chip marks where a handprint would be. Mm -hmm. You can tell, since you rolled so high, you can feel the, the door sort of buzzing with an energy. Mm, interesting. This must be what it, it helps it go up and down. There's no way to open this door from this side. We have to figure out some way out, out of here. Some other way out of here. Oh, by the way. What, ex what experience? Oh, no, never mind. You get 1,950 um, XP. But we didn't kill it. No, you didn't. But we still get the experience? Yes. Because that's the last you'll see of it. Okay. The room you are in contains one central path, the one that I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. 
Curving left into an unknown passages. I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> I'm just gonna like... After the thing fell off the ceiling, you know, got nothing to lose. Hang on. Let's take stock of our situations before I go anywhere to me. So we're in a big room. That's correct. Doors behind us. Yes. It's, there's one tunnel leading where the dark man, or the whatever that was, the cloak yes, or dark man thing. It's kind of on the right. Kind of to the right. Is there any other tunnel out? Not that you can perceive. Okay, so it's just that one tunnel. Yes. And then the big room with lots of fungus and stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, um, I'll walk to the other side of the room, but I want to roll a perception check for the rest of the room as I walk through it. The rest of the room? Yes. Okay. To see anything out of the ordinary. Go right ahead. I mean, other than regular out of the ordinary. I got a... Wow. 20. Unnatural again. <laughs> it's a good day for me, guys. All right. The room is arched, has creepers and fungi, some of which glows. Mm -hmm. Tall pillars reach into the cavernous ceiling and drops down streams of water into Roman-type bleached structures. Okay. The central pillar, the one with the woman in it, uh -huh. something about it just catches your attention. Peaks my interest. Yes. I'll go look at it real quick. You want me to roll another perception for that? No. Okay. Um, what are you looking for? Nothing in specific. I just it piqued my interest, so I wanted to go look at it. The it's chiseled out with an expertise that no regular craftsman could accomplish. Okay. Um, it's strikingly beautiful, and but there is no facial features etched in it. Interesting. So other, it doesn't have like eyes and a mouth. It just has. It's like just a like, general mannequin. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. The compass as well seems interesting. Which way is it point? Which way is north pointing? North way is pointing toward the door. Which door? The one out. The one that you came in. Okay. I'm gonna check out the compass. Interesting. Um, hang on. I need a note. My note. Gotta take some notes. Yeah. So since you are, uh... Piddling a boot. You're, you're, while you're looking at that, since Simeon was going around... Simeon, the path itself has a luminous moss growing around the corners, mm -hmm. and an area of wall is carved out to accommodate a stream of water that runs down the entire length of the wall. It's gentle trickle, the only noise in the cavern. Hmm. So you're just strolling down there? Yep. Violet looks undecided. Are we going to wait for it to open again? What's the point in that? Probably not going to open again. We have to figure out some other way. I don't sense any mechanics to open the door on this side. I also cannot see anything, comments Drift. It would seem that since Eldon was the only druid in the area, that it may take a while for them to get back. Any other distinguishing marks about the statue? Uh, if you'd roll again, I can like give you some even, like minuscule details, but it probably wouldn't help a ton. Okay. Is there a maker's mark on it? No. Okay. Not that you can see. How is it set into the ground? It's the central pillar, so it's... Oh, so it's the, the pillar is the woman. Yes, the woman is in, it's like, yes. Oh, okay. So are you saying she's made so out of the pillar? Imagine the Statue of Liberty inserted in the middle of a pillar. Okay. That's basically what it is. She's holding the right hand, the compass in her right hand, north points toward the door. Her left, 
arm, her left arm is bearing up. the weight of the cavern, yeah. and her right arm is extended, compass in hand, toward the doorway. How is she dressed? Is it just like a classic tunic? It's a, it's and a very simple dress. Interesting. Examining the statue. Okay. okay. So what I'm would just you like strolling to do? down this thing. Okay, so I gotta follow him, I guess. Simeon. A dark cord slams against your leg, causing you to lose your balance. Roll dexterity. I can do that. 22. Woo! That's awesome. <laughs> Please describe how you um, it's not, it's manage not, not to stumble. It's not natural, but... Okay. No. That's 22. I... First, I felt it. Then, I lifted up my leg and kept on walking. So it was just kind of nonchalant. Like so it's like. <laughs> so now you're goose stepping. I goose stepped over. That's it. a really lame explanation for it's 22. Kind of, okay. I just walked over it. You could have done a flip. The cloaker shadow body dodges out of sight, hissing as it escapes. Nah. Run. Drift following up, you sees it. That creature must be guarding the artifact. I guarantee we are getting closer to the map. Let's yeah. follow it. His eyes seem to glow in the dim light. Who's? Drift? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Drift, your eyes are glowing. It happens when I get excited. Oh, I see. So it's like regular people, except unnaturally so. Literally. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. I'll keep moving on it. Wait, we're going towards the creature? Yeah, sure. It's supposed to lead us to the. should lead us to the artifact. I told you, I guarantee we are getting closer to the map, says Drift. I'll translate that to, be very cautious, because you might be in danger, says Violet, scanning the tunnel nervously. You're not in danger of the three of us here. That is not what I meant, but it is a very good suggestion. Me or her? No, Drift is the one who was talking to her. Oh. Continue. You continue along the path until you come into a round room with a massive tree trunk standing in the, as a pillar in the middle, branches reaching down with small pear-like fruits hanging from the limbs. Some of it lays on the floor decaying while others have bite marks out of them. Two other passages run to the left and the right. One appears to be closed by a door. By a door? Yes. I'm gonna check a out this separate fruit. door. Okay, you'd like to check out the fruit? It is small, purple, kind of round. Um, so not, is, re not really a distinguishing, perhaps like a plum or a, a or a large berry of some sort. Is this another room or is it just a crossroads? So, if you looked at it in an outline, it would be mm -hmm. kind of like a. Roundabout with three different exits. Okay, the one. So this is the one that you just came in. This little kidney bean is where we just came in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and then this <laughs> kidney bean. This is the one that's closed. Mm-hmm. This is the one that's open. Okay. I'm trying to just draw myself a rough, rough map so I don't get lost. Mm-hmm. This is what Elden's doing as well. He's drawing himself a rough map. On a piece of paper. Um. Do you have a piece of paper? On his arm. <laughs> Do you have a pen? Elton, do you have a pen? Hang on. No, I'm drawing it with the charcoal of my torches. Oh, okay. <laughs> on the heavy leg part of my 
armor. Okay. Like my femur guard? Yes. Okay. I'm just doodling it on myself. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. It's just like a very rough outline. So what would you like to do? I'm gonna check out the lock thing first. Yeah, I wanna go look at that too. Okay. It seems to be just a regular lock. Just a door? Is it a wooden door? Yes. I'm gonna break the lock. Okay, roll a strength check. Ten. You break it. Cool. I'm gonna open the door. The room contains notes and scrolls torn heavily in some areas and completely shredded in another. Is this is this left door when we came in or right door? The left door left was door. the one that you just entered. Okay. That had the lock. I'm gonna go in the room and I'm gonna see if there's any other exits out. You cannot perceive any other exits. Okay. I'm gonna check out some of these scrolls. Violet studies some of them as well. Hmm. Must have forgotten to read up in my gibberish. It seems to be written in Elvish. Cool. Hey, Elden, can you read this? No. I can only read Druidic Common in Elvish. How about you, Drift? I am not familiar with the Elvish language. I'm gonna pick up some of the whole scrolls. Okay. How old are these scrolls? Are they like cowskin, parchment, or like papyrus? Um, probably parchment. Okay. So they're not like super old, they're just old. So I mean, you find two of them that are written in common that you can read. What does this say? There's a prewet because you have to read them out loud. Or you can have Elden read the other one. I'm going to read it, because he can't read. That's not nice. Uh, scrolls. Scroll one. Work on the campground is almost finished. Mole finished the garden today, and I finished the door. It is now the only way to access the campground, and Kronos, me, and Star are the only ones who can open it. We linked Mantle to the whole system, so he has been testing out opening and closing doors. The only thing he can't work is the front door, as we can't r risk letting him fool with the magic. Star and her sister's queendom are hoping to temporarily stay in Blumberry Tree, as their castle on the prairie is suffering from a mild infection that is dis that a disinfecting force is taking care of. In the meantime, they li liven up the place, clean, dance, and decorate. Star tells me some of them wish to stay, to which I agree to, and left an open invitation. Uh, there's a signature at the end that just says L, the letter. Second scroll, day 292. We have just returned from another victory. Werewolf, Bristleback, and a pack of were-rats have had attacked a small village and had kidnapped several children to turn to lycanthropes. In summary, we found them, imprisoned Bristleback at Underhill's dungeon, and to return the children to their parents. I had difficulty taking part in my, with my current state. Kronos was overprotective, of course, and begged me to be careful. Mole, of course, thought it was funny and made a remark in this humorous way. Yer, the moment that kiddo come come out, he find himself a battle axe and a breastplate and fight, and fight a mo uh, alongside mom and papa. Kronos appears chagrined. Mantle has been distant lately, still dealing with his last encounter with his brother. His new pet is a little unruly, and sometimes he lets him fly around, terrorizing Star's friend. I strongly disapprove. Star herself, however, found me a new companion, a blue wisp, she calls it, and it seems to be quite friendly. I named it, here's the scroll is torn, G, the last of the scroll says, it makes a F, F is the last letter. 
Oh, maybe you. Maybe you. I think there's one. Yeah. So these are the only two scrolls um, written in common. Common. That's great. Okay. I'm going to sk stick it in my backpack. Okay. Okay. Add you write that in your equipment. Add. Um, and I'll hold on to the paper. Add old scrolls to your equipment. What would you like to do? I'm going to pick up a couple of the polished uh, ones. I'm going to piddle about a little bit more and just <laughs> give me a investigation okay. to just give her a general outlook. I got a 14. The old wood, you only can find old wooden shelves and more scrolls. Two half-used candles. Okay. Are they recent? No. Okay, so they're really old. Can I, is there any elvish time. scrolls, full scrolls that I can use? There's just torn ones and crumbling ones. Okay, I'm going to leave those alone. Huh. Alright. We'll go back out. Okay. What would you like to do now? Go through the other door. Wait, is there anything in this room? Just the tree. Just the what? Just the tree. There's a tree? Oh, right. The, the, the plum tree. The one in the middle. Can I examine that? Sure. Can I use um, advantage since I'm a druid? Sure. The tree appears to be still alive. Obviously, since it's bearing fruit. Oh, shoot. I got a seven and a three. <laughs> well, you can tell that it's made of wood. Mm-hmm. Um, it appears to be... It's very thick. A tree. Yes. <laughs> Would you like to try again? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll look you, it over again with that. I'll let you do it one more time. I got an eight. Which is a... Oh, wait, no, that's not with advantage. Okay, that's better. Fifteen plus... One. 16. 16? This is a species that you had in the woods where you started out. Mm -hmm. It's called a blumberry tree. Oh. And it seems to be very, very old. Hmm. They aren't native to this area of Star Fury, so... Is it edible? The fruit, I mean? It is edible. Hmm. And it tastes somewhat between a plum and a blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. It's a blumberry. Again, I get Star, it. <laughs> Starfurians aren't like the experts at naming things. <laughs> it's like a blueberry. <laughs> and a plum. And a plum. <laughs> Blumberry. Yeah. I like that, Dave. Okay, well, I'll pick like 10. Okay. You get 10 blumberries. I'm going to ignore him and go through the other door. Okay. Simeon. The tunnel widens considerably as you progress. Violet behind you and Drift as well. They kind of just left Elvin because he seems to be a crazy old man. <laughs> Picking berries and Do I get, um, looking hard at a tree. What's that? Are there any um, bonuses or anything to, to Blumberries? To Blumberries? Not that you can tell unless okay. you eat one. Alright. Well, I'm not really hungry right now, so. Okay. I just had breakfast. Second breakfast. <laughs> the light now comes from lamps hanging from the ceiling. A tall open crate sits across from two doors on the right wall of the tunnel. Gotta yeah, check it out. Alright. The crate or the doors? The crate. Okay. The crate 
<clears throat> is actually a trash can. <laughs> There's a note pinned to the outside of it that reads, Please don't litter. The Pixies have enough to do without you throwing around all your parchment. L. I'll just keep on walking. Alright. I'm following them, by the way. Okay, so you were you catching up, or are you just like kind of taking your own pace? <laughs> I'm catching up as fast as I can go, which is not very fast. Okay. So we'll say you're kind of pushing yourself to 35 feet, okay? Okay. <laughs> you three cross over a small wooden bridge that leads over a trickle of stream as the path turns leftward into a tall ceilinged room. In the left back corner is two connecting spires with an orb of green energy at their tips. In another area, closer to you, is a plumbing system with four or five faucets, kind of like spouts on a tree you are trying to tap, sprouting from the wall and circulating a large trough of water. A circular table and a few seats sit on the opposite wall. The energy? Would you like to inspect it? Mm -hmm. Please do. 22. Wow. Okay. Not natural. Um... You don't seem very attuned to it, but you can tell it's kind of tingly. Do you want to touch it? <laughs> Try. You take three fire damage. Oh, cool. And your hand is burnt now. You have a disadvantage on using any weapon in your dominant hand. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on Okay. <laughs> Bam. Oh, bummer. <laughs> yeah. Bam. It's better now. All my hit points are back. Okay. <laughs> Alright, Elvin, you did the same? Did the same what? Walked over everything and just like kind of made your way back. Yeah. Okay. I got back to them. Alright. Probably after he set his hand on fire. So, describe the place again. A small wooden bridge leads over a trickle of stream as the path turns leftward into a tall ceiling group. In the left back corner is two connecting spires with an orb of green energy at their tips. In another area closer to you is a plumbing system with four or five faucets, kind of like spouts on a tree that you're trying to tamp, sprouting from the wall and circulating the large trough of water. A circular table and a few seats sit at on the opposite wall. So you said there was more doors? You already passed them. How many? There were two. Okay. On the right side of the wall. I'm going to check them out. Are they locked? You have to go back. Mm -hmm. You're going to start walking back that way? Yeah. Okay, so the taps are on the right wall. Circulating a trough of water. A left on the left. They're on the left. Okay, so they're on the left wall. And yeah. then the, in the left corner is the orb thingy. Mm-hmm. Back, left back corner. And where is the table and chairs? On the... Right side. Ta -da. You're missing a section, though. What? The um, the widening part, right before the tall ceiling room, oh. that has the two doors on the right side. Oh, I missed that. Again, check those out. Okay. You walk past Elden, kind of just, again nonchalantly, <laughs> ignoring him. They're just leaving me all over the place, guys. We don't know where he's going, says Drift. Huh. I'm gonna go look at the orb between the two spires. Okay. Um, would you like to roll investigation or just sure. passive perception? Are you 
Never mind. Let's use passive perceptions. <laughs> I got eleven for that. Okay. Um, it seems to be a power source. The same kind of magic you felt in the door. Hmm. Okay. As you inspect that, an earthy rumble is heard from the doorway you came in. Simeon. The floor starts to drop. Oh dear. Kind of in a wave, and it's going down at a considerable rate. You would have to roll a dexterity throw to get back up on the um, flat surface as it drops downward. Would it be possible to cast myself No. Cast on my... No, you need to do it right now, very fast. Otherwise, you're going to die by falling. Fine. Okay. Elden. You hear him yelling in the other room, and it seems quite desperate. It's almost girly. I will shuffle as fast as I possibly can over there. Drift also heard it, and he's heading heading that way. (laughs) He's like a penguin. He sees... You both see Simeon on the floor that's dropping in a wave towards you. Simeon kind of like stubbed his toe, so he can't move very fast. And he's desperately trying to get off of this moving ground. I will throw him some rope. Okay. Yelling, catch the rope, Simeon! Can you say that in like a Scottish accent? It'd be fine. (laughs) I don't know if he has a, I don't think he has a Scottish accent. Catch the rope, Simeon! I don't know. If I could figure out a Scottish accent. I just, just talk like Six. my boss. Okay, you catch it. It's it's catching a rope. <laughs> It'll either fall at your feet or you'll catch it. Okay, I'll throw the other end to um, Drift because he came at this, right? Yeah. And I'll say, hold on to this. we got to get him back. All right. He uh, yanks hard. <laughs> okay, and I yank as hard as I can too. Okay. Simeon, roll dexterity. Wow. Nat 20. You, with your incredibly long legs, stride in very awkward, <laughs> large steps up the um, falling floor. Imagine if a car was driving the opposite way and you were holding on to a rope. Wow. So you're... you sounds like fun. You have to, like, <laughs> take really long steps trying to get back up. Hmm. All right. Okay, so we're going to pull them up. All right. So the floor where we're at is not falling. It is. It's You can feel it shifting underneath you. It's just not quite as fast as where he's at. It's in a wave okay. of some sort. We'll pull him up and then... We have to run to the other exit. Commands drift pointing at the tunnel. What other exit? There's a way, another way out on the other side of the... On the other side of the room with the spires? The almost opposite of where we are at. As you run forward with Simeon... On your tail. Actually, he's probably running faster than you since he doesn't have to hobble. But, um... Well, mechanically, I can go as fast as him. Physically, <laughs> for, it, it's a for the sake of storytelling, <laughs> it's he struggle. can go faster. Yes. Um, the floor starts to drop in front of you as well, leaving scattered sections of ground still standing. Drift um, leaps from one to the other towards the tunnel. Where's Violet? I was just about to ask that. She's already on the other side. Oh, okay. Roll dexterity to get across. Okay. Oh, hang on. I'm going to change into my goat. Go goat, man. And I have advantage. <laughs> okay. Because this is like mountainous terrain, right? Yeah, it's like I was hopping from... Spot to spot. Cool. I need it, apparently. Oh my gosh. 
Um, nine. Okay, since you have four legs, I'll say you make. <laughs> uh, you jump in, but you kind of like land awkwardly. How awkwardly would you land? Hmm. Would it be more like a face plant <laughs> or just like... It'd be like, I land with my front legs, but my back legs are still up in the air. Mm. And so as I land, my back legs go under my front legs, and I kind of slide <laughs> forward on my on back. Your butt. Okay. Gosh. So Sydney, very what did you get? 15. Okay. You make it across. You reach the tunnel, and the walls visibly start to close on you, shifting slowly from the sides and threatening to crush you. As you rush toward the other room, it becomes obvious that you aren't going to make it through. You are firmly grasped from behind as Drift lifts you and throws you as hard as he can, Eldon. Which way? Out the oh, other forward. end of the tent. Oh, yes. I was like, he's just throwing me up? <laughs> That's not going to do much. <laughs> and you go flying through the air. Simeon, you see Drift lift Violet and toss her out of the tunnel. You aren't an expert on geometry, but you know that the, by the time he reaches you, the walls will have become too small and you wouldn't be able to make it out. What would you like to do? I know this person. Wait, I'm still holding my rope. Oh, wait, I'm a goat. You're a goat. So, no, you aren't. So, I'm <laughs> holding the end of your rope. <laughs> it's trailing behind. It's trailing behind. Okay. Awesome. That's awesome. So, wait, he's still holding the rope that's technically attached to me still, right? Well, no, it became unattached because you changed into goat form oh, and all yeah. your equipment changes with you. So either he'd still be holding the rope, or the rope mysteriously vanished, or it's like tied to your foot or something. I would say it's still tied to my... just around my middle, actually. <laughs> so, like, a goat goes flying past, and yeah. he's still holding the rope. Yes. Well, I was going to use sanctuary. How, much, how many feet do you have? Hmm? It's a 50 foot. I think it's 50. 50 foot? Okay, Let's see here. Why didn't toss all 50 foot to him because he wasn't that far away when he, we were okay. back there, right? So I only tossed him like 10 or So the rest feet. is still wrapped around you? Yeah, so it's like wrapped all around me and then... Alright, Eldon, you go flying through and you collapse, not very gracefully, into a somersault and land on your back yet again, staring at a twinkling midnight sky. The rope around you kind of yanks you to a stop. Eldon, you I'm are not Simeon. prone. So, Simeon, you are not prone. Bad orcish <laughs> word. Drift steps up in, fr in front of you, and his gauntlets start glowing. He holds his arms out. The walls start to crumble around you, around you and him in a spherical fashion. They shut, and you are trapped inside the tiny room your companion just made. But at least you aren't a simian flatcake. Eldon. Now I'm sliding through a brick wall. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> An awkward oof tells you that Violet just fell behind you. Yeah. The place that you're walking in currently is like walking into a campground at night. Layered shale slanting upward in a 50 foot diameter and around a soft grassy area. Log benches sit around an unlit fire pit, and silhouettes of short trees stand scattered around the landscape. Are you alright, Mr. Garrick? I'll shift back, shift back into my gnome form. You are holding a rope. <laughs> I'm holding a rope again. Yes, which is stuck in the stone. Shoot. 
<laughs> I needed that. <laughs> if you cut it now, you still have 30 feet. Okay. Oh, that's true, because I had a whole bunch wrapped around me. Are they all right? Give me a minute. Can I s somehow sense life in the stone? Is that even possible? Since I'm a druid, I, d I don't have any... So you're kind of like seeing if it's like a nature thing, if the... If I can figure out if I can feel nature through the rock. Because it's obviously just pinched shut on my rope, right? I'll allow it. Okay. You're going to man. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to roll or do you just want me to... Nah, I'll just... Okay. You can feel a heavy stone infused with the same kind of energy that you were familiar with before. That was at the door and at the large power source of, of sorts. Through the stone, you can feel two specks of life. One is red, and one is... Like if it was a heat signature, sort of, mm -hmm. just like narrating that. You can feel a red one, and you can feel like a sort of blue one. Okay. Interesting. Or it could just be like their personality. That's if the puke-colored one, if there's a puke-colored one, it's probably him. <laughs> Her. So what would you like to do? Um, I'm gonna investigate around for another switch to see if I can open this. Can I do that? Yeah. Where are you investigating? Um, just anywhere, honestly. Anywhere around this room. But more specifically, like, around the door. There seems to be no switch whatsoever. Dang. These people were not very good at designing switches. Obviously. Who doesn't put a switch on both sides of the door? People who don't want you going through the other. That's true. Simeon's like that older brother who locked his siblings in one of those doors that didn't have the handle on the other side. All right. What would you like to do? I guess I'll just examine this place. So the only like area that seems to like have stuff in it would be like the fire pit, which I which is right in the middle of the landscape. It's not lit, but the, there's log benches that it, that are around it. Hmm. I'll look around some more. Is there a way out? Another way out? Not that you can see. Hmm. So this is still in the cavern. But what was the starry sky that you said when I flew in? Above you, it looks like a starry sky. Oh, okay. So it's not anything. Or it could be really dark with no. What's it called? The fire pit bursts into life, and Violet, as Violet approaches it, and it casts light onto a nearby tree, to which a haggard-looking man stands chained to by his wrists. What would you like to do? Violet is stunned. I will slowly go over to this guy with my quarterstaff in hand. Okay. So you're just kind of approaching him? Yes. How close would you like to get? <laughs> Within three feet. Okay. So you're like right up on <laughs> You're like, hey. No, like from me to you. Yeah. Like, hey. Are you okay? I ask. The man wakes up, looking startled and confused. He's clothed in a simple sleeveless shirt and rough breeches, a gray scarf wrapped around his neck, and long horns protruding from his forehead. He glances around wildly. You have to leave. Why? The campground hasn't attacked you yet? 
We just got here. But, no, the campground, this structure, it's alive and it's been trying to keep people out. Who are you? My name is Eldon Garrick. This is Violet. I don't know her last name. I just met her today. Hi. Why are you here? We're looking for an artifact. What artifact? A... a map. Looking for a map. You mean my map? The Wanderer's map? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know it was yours. If it would... That's impossible. The person who controls the campground is still here. You'll be destroyed. The only reason I was not was because he needs me. Why does he need you? Says Violet. I know where the map is. 